Children, children, gather round. Granny tells a tale profound. Bramble's prickly corpse is grey. Hallow's Eve is on its way. Feather of a murder bird. Hearts of soldiers now interred. Add to this an evil plot. Paling those that I have wrought. <laughs> Recording. Yay! All right. Well, one second. I've got to do a thing. Ooh. Is that fine for everyone? They good? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, so before we get started, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Damn it. Getting into character. <laughs> you, Charlotte, and you. I'm gonna let you guys introduce yourselves real quick. So go ahead. We're gonna go start with Gerald's character. This is gonna be our uh, wonderful Halloween special that we're gonna be doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna we be... even have the mood lighting. We do have the mood lighting. And yes. decorations. And decorations, thanks to Kelsey and her wonderful yes. interior interior design of, of spoopiness. So Gerald, go ahead and start and introduce your character. They call me Draven Stock. The Warlock. I am a Scourge Asimar. Chaotic Neutral. Fantastic. I love it, love it. And what kind of Warlock are you? The Hexblade Warlock. Jesus fuck. Alright. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Mike, go ahead. Okay, so uh, uh, my character is Farron Basker, but uh, back in prison they called him Dyer. He is a monk in name, like, not even in name. Just in stats. Uh, he never went to a monastery, he never learned martial arts. Uh, his monastery was prison. Um, so he's, he's, an, he's an ex convict. Prison monk. Yes. Uh, and he primarily fights with a knife or a dagger. He's a, a, a Kensei monk. Very cool. Sam? So, my character is Gao Zhao. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> the goddess I serve under is Bast. She is the goddess of cats and vengeance. <laughs> this works perfectly with your stats. <laughs> you good, cause I love a little bit of mischief. <laughs> Disappoint everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I went to back seat, so I'm a cat too. <laughs> and I'm done! <laughs> that actually, that, that reminds me, I forgot to say that I'm chaotic neutral as well. Just like, uh, there we go. I'll plug just it. like Draven. I'll so. plug it in. Boom. <laughs> a whole lot of chaos here. Kelsey, what? How am I supposed to follow that? <laughs> you, you got to. I asked you all to choose what adventuring guild from Baldur's Gate you're from. And for some fucking reason, although I guess I, I, I can see why, 
Gerald <laughs> has requested of the group that you all be from the Order of the Gilded Rose. The Gilded Rose. Which is basically just like, it's basically a noble fraternity. Essentially, it's filled with a bunch of posh people that don't do any adventuring. Suh, suh, suh. Yes. Yes, and so we're going to have a little flashback, a little sequence here. You all have been hired by the Order of the Gilded Rose to go on this adventure as subcontractors, quote-unquote, <laughs> for the guild, because none of them really want to put their lives in danger, but they want all the glory. So that's the solution. In come you guys eager for work. You are all sitting around this little drawing room with whatever drinks you have in your hands, while a couple of young-ish, early, mid-twenties looking dudes and ladies are standing around this billiards table, just shooting pool. Uh, a couple of them are just chilling, relaxing, lounging, just being all cool, being not really adventurers you're used to. I was just yes, about. yes, yes. <laughs> these these are probably some of the lamest rich people you've ever been around <clears throat> ever. But they have hired you to take this job. Hey, uh, so hello, my name's Heath. Uh, I am the guy at the wrong table, is what you are. Well, I mean, I'm the dude that hired you, because I am our adventuring chair here at the Order of the Gilded Rose, so if you want this job, you know, it's like I'm the dude that it's did like, the job. Implying that we have yeah. a choice. I mean, you do, you know, unemployment or pay, and this one pays pretty fucking well. Like, there's some, yes, yes. Do we have contracts? Yes, you do. You have contracts. When are we getting paid? You're going to get paid at the end of the mission. We don't yeah. get 50 up front? Uh, no. I think we should get 50 up front. You yeah, that's a great idea, 50 actually. 50 up front sounds really good. Hold up, hold up. Let me talk to my treasury chair. It's All of you roll, you know. roll, um, roll okay. persuasion. Uh, <laughs> and it begins! Oh, wait, I have persuasion. A five. <coughs> a nine. <laughs> no, you were our hope. Hey. Roll. Oh, Persuasion is bonus with your. <laughs> oh my god, 15. With my what? Charisma. 16. Oh fuck. Uh, uh, 15. <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> Minus one, so it's zero. <laughs> not, I told you I have absolutely no social skills at all. Not enough of you have passed this roll, which was a group check. <laughs> to see if you could appeal to this dude's sense of humanity and he just doesn't give a fuck. Damn. Who passed? Me? You. Oh, you. You were the only one who passed. <laughs> uh, well, except for the cool cat lady. Uh, yeah, no. I'll, I'll give you, like, I'll give you, like, ten gold pieces because, like, people, like, you peasants need to eat, right? Like, like, you still have stomachs. I thought, like, that wasn't, like, a thing. Yeah. Who's he talking about? Yeah, okay, 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 okay. I'll tell you what, I'll give you, like, ten per diem, like, as, like, a, well, per trip, really, since it's not per day, but you know what I mean, per... No, per... I don't know what you mean, man. Okay, yeah, that's all right, man. It's all legal mumbo-jumbo. I was gonna be a lawyer, but, like, you know, I thought I might choose, like, an but adventuring like major, eight. you know, in, like... In like Noble College. I yeah. have my like law book if you want to look at it. Thanks. How about how about how about we'll hit that up hit that up later? You know because I don't really study. I like just don't. I like drink and stuff. That's like my study. 
Oh, well, well yeah. what, what a coincidence, because I don't know if I can trust anybody that I ain't drinking with, so unless you're providing... Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well how about this? We got some uh, shit that we just, I don't know, they were like all Christmas or birthday gifts from our parents, and we don't really use them as, like, adventures, you know? So, like, we're just going to let you borrow some stuff from, like, our closet if you want to. It's all wrapped, it's all still wrapped, Christmas presents, you know? So, like, pick a box. So, that translates to... <laughs> you can see... On this table, I have 10 sealed, waxen sealed envelopes here. Okay, you've taken one. Harold? <laughs> Take the initiative. So, inside are our little gifts for you. Now, you can take as many as you want, or you can take none of them. However, when you crack the seal, it is taken. And you must choose now because I'm going to give you about a minute to choose how many you're going to want. Is there a catch? Isn't Find there always a catch? It it's the Halloween episode, Sam. I have Seven. a question. Yes. What's Christmas? It's like, a, it's a rich person thing. Don't worry about it. I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> so are we, uh... Oh yeah, this is the Christmas special. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> do, you, do you want to take a card? I don't trust anything that's not from me. All right. Fair enough. Okay, you want to take the next one? <laughs> I, I, uh, side All note. All the, the chaotics actually took, took. Right. right. When Pi comes back, I will give him a choice as well when he plays with us. But until then, that's it. Should take two. They're going. You know, I'm not that smart. I should take two. All right. There we go. Go ahead and open them. So uh, it's nothing on the card itself, but there is a little slip of paper inside of these that so has on it an item. In lieu of because you're fourth level characters and I didn't allow you to <coughs> use any magic items, these are the items that you, just little bonus items you get. <laughs> this was the first one oh. I chose. Tankard of sobriety. I will also say you are allowed to trade, give, distribute among yourselves if you so choose. I actually really like mine. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's like, can I say it? Uh, yeah, I'm going to let everyone. So Kelsey chose not to pick one and open one. Gerald chose two. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Which ones did you get? So I got the tankard of sobriety. Has <laughs> a stern face sculpted into one side. You can drink ale, wine, or any other non-magical alcoholic beverage poured into it without becoming inebriated. Mm -hmm. The tankard has no effect on magical liquids or harmful substances such as poison. There you go. And what was your second one? Horn of Silent Alarm. This horn has four charges. When you use an action to blow it, one creature of your choice can hear the horn's blare. Provided the creature is within 600 feet of the horn and not deafened, no other creature hears the sounds coming from the horn. The horn regains 1d4 charge daily at dawn. Cool. For the audience, these are all from the Xanathar's Guide to Everything Common Magic Item List. Mike, which two did you get? First, I got uh, an orb of direction. Uh, while holding this orb, you can use an action to determine which way is north. This property functions only on the material plane. So you're fucked if you're in the astral plane, or anywhere else. Literally anywhere else other than Earth. So. And second, I got a rope of mending, which is a 50-foot coil of hempen rope that uh, can be cut into any number of smaller pieces, and then speak, taking an action to speak a command word, it causes them to all come back together. 
Cool. Sam? I've got the Pot of Awakening. Oh my god, yes. Yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. The wondrous item. It's common. <laughs> if you plant an ordinary shrub in this 10-pound clay pot and let it grow for 30 days, the shrub... Oh, sorry. The shrub <laughs> magically transforms into an awakened shrub <laughs> at the end of his time. <laughs> when the shrub awakens, the roots break the pot, destroying it. The awakened shrub is friendly towards you. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You Ashton. did this to yourself. Acid commands from you. It does nothing. <laughs> I basically got, uh, I basically got Fucking uh, little pet shop shop horrors. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So so I'm going to specify because that could be mean that it's like oh it's like not growing yet. Is this gonna last thirty days? Am I even gonna wake it up? I'll explain that later. Okay. Wait 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 wait. You said we could trade things. Yeah. You can you can trade amongst yourselves. Just gift. Just Carol, gifting. what are you giving to Pam? Or what what's what's what's? This looks scary. I mean, you don't need it. If you don't want it, I'll take it. I mean, it what does it do? Read it. I did. <laughs> Unless you want this one. No, it's okay. I'll keep this one. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, what did you get? The Horn of Silent Alarm. He touched it so nothing bad happened to him, so I trust it now. Fair enough. I love you all. <laughs> so, you find yourselves traveling in a little push ferry boat up this river. You're being ushered along by this old gentleman. His name is Curtis Norton. You have been with Curtis Norton ever since you've left Thunderstone. That was just about a day or two ago. You've been traveling from Baldur's Gate for about 27 days, which means that your awakened shrub is about three days away from, from hatching into a, a newborn baby shrub. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Curtis is taking you to the town of Ashford. Your mission from the Order of the Gilded Rose was to clear out a nest of peritons that seemed to have flown down from the nearby mountains in the Hullock Forest of the Nation of Cormier. Hullock Forest is the easternmost forest in the Nation of Cormier and generally has been not well explored. You know that the town of Ashford, the town that you're going to, has a, the, the village of Ashford, I should say, that you're going to, has a neighboring town which has been booming called Warwick uh, from mm -hmm. lumber exports because it's just a heavily forested area and, and hunting exports and things. The village of Ashford is more of a farming village, and the only access point to Ashford is up the river. There are no roads cut in there. Uh, there is a trail, he tells you, uh, going running in between uh, Ashford and Warwick, but other than that, most of the lumber is exported via the river. And even as he says this, there is a boat swain you can see collecting some logs that are floating down river. And he is putting them onto this other ferry, and now he's just pushing pushing himself on down back down the river, down to Thunderstone, to the lumber mills, etc. that exist there. This quest seems fairly simple. I mean, peritons are a nuisance. They are basically giant wolf deer pigeons, I should say. I mean, that's the best I can yeah. say it, with antlers that basically fuck people's day up. They, they kidnap people, and they fly them away, and they eat their hearts, and that's how they reproduce, and it's like you, they're just murderous bastards. So you basically just want to just kill them, get rid of them. 
because that's a problem. And the village of Ashford has been very urgent in its request, offering quite a large sum of money. They are offering 1,000 gold. Wow, each? To the, to the group, to the group that will do, which is an absurd amount of money for getting rid of peritons. But they are insistent that it is the expeditious need and such is why they're paying so much. Now, as subcontractors, how does that figure into how we get paid? You are unsure. The guild, the heath back at the Gilded Rose was not very, it was all legal speech and stuff. Fucking heath. And like, of course, yeah, of course you're, this contract, uh, dire, you couldn't really read it. Nope. So, you know, you just sign an X and there you go. That's it. What was the contract in? What language? It was in common. Okay. You could read it. I mean, okay. Did you read it through? Yes. It's it's basically they they're willing to pay you quite a, quite a huge chunk of that. It's not anything like oh ninety percent goes straight to you. It's more like uh, 60, 65 of the money that you receive. There was a clause in there something about can't tell anyone that you're the your subcontractors doing it and oh, when so we get to use the name. It specifically said if anyone asks you about this job, you can only say. The Order of the Gilded Rose were the ones that completed it. You aren't even allowed to say that you were participant on the job since you're technically not Order of Gilded Rose members. It's very limiting because the Order of the Gilded Rose, you perceive after 27 days on the road figuring this out, that they basically just want all the glory and don't want to do any of the work. They're different from the Black Hearts. The Black Hearts will do anything and want all the glory. They just have no scruples. These people have different kind of scrupulousness. <laughs> so, about, I'd say, five minutes traveling up the river, you cut a corner, and there it is, uh, on the western bank, the village of Ashford. It seems very small. You remember hearing that uh, about 400 people live there or so. Uh, not too many. You can see rising in the center uh, a church from this distance. Who want, Does anyone want to wonder what, uh, what god it's from? I do. Roll me religion. Let's roll for the best, shall we? Ah, <laughs> oh, so 13 then. The wooden church, colonial in style, has a very tall steeple that stands above all the other buildings around here. Mm -hmm. And you can see at the top a what looks like a, a, a bundle of wheat, like a, a wheat sheaf. And that immediately tells you that, no, this is a church of Chantea. This is a Chantea worshipping town. They're all farmers, and it's no wonder that they worship Chantea. Yeah. As you come around the corner and you go up the river, you get to a dock. Standing at the dock is an older gentleman, looks to be about mid-fifties or so, balding in the center. He's wearing pretty good, pretty fine clothes. They're fairly simple. The make is nice. They're just not extravagant in design. He is flanked on one side by an older guard and on the other side by a younger guard and he seems to be awaiting at the dock for your arrival. Curtis Norton pulls up to the dock, basically ties it off, allows you to get off the boat, and just as simple as that, as soon as you're off the boat, he unties it, undocks, turns around, and starts pushing it back down the river. Bye! Righto! Have a good time! Be sure to take in the scenery and all of that! Okay! I do not envy that guy. He's really nice. Everybody got their gold, right? Ten pieces? Uh-huh. Everybody got it. 
we all signed a contract, so we all should have the, the, the ten pieces of gold. You all check your pockets, and yes, indeed, you do have your ten pieces of gold, minus whatever gold you might have had to pay for food and living expenses on the journey. I blew Here. all of it. Of what? <laughs> I blew all of it. You blew all of it to the point where you had to use your background feature to get some <laughs> things that allowed you to live. His background feature is from the the, the pirate background. Yes. Oh my gosh, a pirate mom. <laughs> well, yeah, so so I, I made a custom one, and I took that feature from the pirate one, which is basically that people are, like, low-key kind of afraid of you, so they're not really going to speak up if you step over the line a little bit. Yes. Like, say, you know, taking something from someone's stall at the market and yes. not paying for it. Hmm. The the older gentleman walks up and says, Oh, hello. Yes, yes, welcome to the town of Ashford. <laughs> Excuse me, little young miss, is something the matter? No, you have a funny voice. Oh, sorry, we have different dialects out here in Cormier, and off like you boulders gate folk. Okay, she makes fun of my laugh, my, my, my way of talking to you. See, you see the younger she guard try and stifle a laugh, and the older guard basically punts him with his halberd <laughs> to stop him from laughing. He <laughs> says, yes, yes, my name is Tobias Putnam. I am the village of Ashford's Reeve. As it were, to you, I guess it would be a male, although we do we do call things their proper names round here. So, I, I assume you are from the Order of the Gilded Rose. Yeah, yes. you could say that. Yes. To <laughs> here to solve our nasty Periton problem. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Oh, Good. Something like that. Good. We, 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 we have not been able to get rid of them. We did send out a group of hunters from the, the local camps around here. We do serve as hunters. We are a village. We lodge them and they come and they... So we, we get the point. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. No, no uh, wonder why they hired us. They sent the Boy Scouts to do a men's job. <laughs> These are proficient hunters, sir. Then why are we not here? proficient enough. I mean, jeez. Fair point. They have not returned, and so we fear that the Peritons have picked their bones clean, to be putting it not so mildly. Which is a, a very big problem, because that means that there could be there's very... Be more of them, right? There's going to be more of them, yes, especially if they ate the poor bastards' hearts, and that is not good well, for Well, that's how they anyone. reproduce! Yes, indeed, correct. We we have we have been unfortunate enough, had the misfortune to uh, see how quickly that can happen. How quick can that happen? Well, let's say they fly off with three, kill one person, sort of rip out poor bugger's heart, fly back with four. The next day, magical creatures they are. How many hunters did you say you sent? Well, we sent uh, ten or so, but great. Yes, well, I'm sure it's not a problem for you. <laughs> I'm sure it's not a problem for you adventurers. There's four of us. Yes, well, you're all good people. I'm sure you can handle it. It's not a big deal at all. We'll 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 help you. Have the the opportunity of being accompanied by my son, one young Spencer Button. Spencer, step oh, up, step up, stop, 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 stop. He steps up. He says, "Hello, my Spencer. Nice to meet you. Hello." I just stare at him. <laughs> I am one of the... Well, my Sarge Constable. You're fucking PC, Spencer. Remember your fucking rake. I'm PC, Spencer Putnam. He's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's a bundle of joy, ain't she? Wait, Wait so, so we have to protect him too? Yeah, well, no, I'm that, just gonna... That wasn't included in our contract. Well, I require a little extra for yes, that. Yes, 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 we will be sure to compensate you. How about free lodging while you're in town? Can we get it in writing? Uh, well, yes, of course, of course, of course. I'll have the constable run and get so it in writing. Yes, it does, I'm sure. I mean, we, we are wanting this problem done. I mean, there's not much time. The local lord from Thunderstone will be here to inspect the village, and we can't have anything be awry while he is here. Especially well, it sounds to me danger. like you guys will spare no expense to make sure this gets done. Quite, Mr... James. James. Jack. Jack James. <laughs> Jack James. Any relation to... Jack James Barrel, sir. Jack James Barrel. Any relation to an Ezra James? Who? Ezra James. He's one of Ezra James. Who? (laughs) (laughs) Well, obviously, there's no relation to an Ezra James. However, he has been wondering if he would see, see receiving any family recently. We fear one of his sons has been taken by one of the Perrytons, which is a nasty bit of business, and we don't want to break you, you the news to this. him. Yes, yes. How long That's ago embarrassing. Was that? Well, it was about two days ago, and he's been walking around. Oh, so he's a corpse. Absolutely. No, no, he's a Perryton. But he's okay. dead. He's been walking around absolutely blasted on ale, and we can't get him to stay two hours out of the tavern. Maybe you can use him as a decoy. Well, that's quite mean, madam. We need a problem to be solved. Well, you said you don't want him walking around the town. Yeah, I mean, you want us to, like, you know... <coughs> His son's dead. No, no! We are we are a Chantea-fearing town, sir. We but it's be, for the greater good. Uh, the greater good? We, we, we are trying to figure out how to fix this mess. Now, if you please. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yes, well, how about I have Spencer here escort you to the local tavern? Right, yeah. Find it is run. It's a very tight ship, this tavern. It is run by one of our most, most, most established proprietary citizens here. Their names are Owen and Luna Reed. Who? Ah, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> Owen and Luna Reed. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> How dare. <coughs> I am a Reed of vision. <laughs> Of this village <laughs> and their tavern. What was their was their name? Owen uh-huh. and Luna Reed. R e a d e. The tavern is called the Moon and Sickle Tavern and Inn. Find they run a very tight ship. I bet it's a ramshackle. I thought it was a tavern. It it, it is a tavern. It's a phrase of speech, sir. It doesn't matter. What matters is he's bringing us to a tavern, clearly to buy us stuff. What's your well, name yeah, again? Well, yeah, they say free food, right? Yeah, what? free food and What's your drinks. name again? My drinks name, come along madam, is Tobias Puke. Drinks are food. And what's your son? <laughs> My son's name is young Spencer. Spencer Putnam. He's a PC. Whatever the hell Wait, that is. why don't you get to have the same last name? Wait, we, we do have the same last name. He's really? Putnam and I'm a Putnam. Uh, for the Putnam family. Oh, and then what is the wrong fucking name? What is your role in this town? Well, the village. It's a village, madam, first of all. We're village. not a town, not like that. Ugh, those well, uppity, technically, uppity. by the square footage, it is a town. It is a village, madam. We not are by not... the logistics, not by the... Madam, if you wish to talk logistics of a town, you should go talk to the uppity ups in Warwick. <laughs> 
Okay, that's where I came from. But no, you did not. <laughs> I would know. Yeah, no, that's here. where we came from. <laughs> you are hooligans, but you are here to fix our problem. So you are the village. I'm town. village Reeve. R e e v e. Or the mayor. Thank you, young cat lady. <laughs> For the finishing of my words. Now, of are course. we quite done? Town mayor uh, that's exactly and... what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Town mayor and Bates. Okay. That, that is not... Madam. Diplomatic community. Has <laughs> just been revoked. <laughs> <laughs> so, young Spencer. Are you ready to go? Yes. Leads you onwards to the Moon and Sickle Tavern and in it is just up from the dock it's actually not too very far you walk in it's you know for population for for like a people in an inn it's surprisingly full you feel like that this is like the hub of where people uh come to meet and drink and tell stories and eat and it's basically where the whole town gathers town not village village <laughs> gathers i should say <laughs> God damn it. Town. <laughs> I'm just saying, it says the rules. You see, oh, well, I rule book says it's a village, so. <laughs> Population density says it's a town. Population density by Dungeon Master Rule says it's a village, and I can fucking prove it. <laughs> okay. There we go. I did my research, madam. <laughs> A town is a thousand people or more, so there we go. I mean, it's going to be a town pretty oh, soon with all the Peritons. Uh, people. So, it's going to be a nest. It's going to be a nest. So, you see, standing behind the counter, uh, behind the bar, both of them working, serving patrons, one Owen and Luna Reed. Owen and Luna Reed both seem to look to be in their late 30s. Owen is a bit more of a portly fellow. He's about uh, 6 foot 11. Luna is more God stocky. Oh my God. That's more yes. than portly. He's portly and then tall. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, he's fucking huge, dude. And then Luna Reed seems to be more shorter, stocky. She seems to be about 5'5". Mm, five, five. Uh, same sort of portliness, I would say. They both have kind, chipper faces on them as they serve ale. They seem to have their own little craft beer blend that they make here in... Oh, they have microbrews? Well, it's... Yes, they are. They're very hipster. As you uh, walk in, you notice that uh, the outside shop of the tavern is very well decorated. So as you walk in, you see a couple of people working on flowers and such all up and down the street. Seem to be doing like major landscaping for a village. So you walk in, Spencer introduces you to Owen and Luna Reed. They direct you to your rooms. They're not great. There's not that many of them. There are two rooms. They were able to fit temporary beds in the room, into the room, so they could fit four people comfortably, but uh, other than that, it's not a very large building, I would say. So however you guys want to split up and drop off your stuff, you may. Spencer then tells you that whenever you folks want to head up north and take out, you know, the, the Perryton Nest, just just let me know. Um, we're not in too much hurry, but we are in a hurry, so if that makes any sense, How it doesn't. How uh, do they come attack? Well, they come back in like waves of like two sometimes, and we've we've been able to chase them off. You know, I, I lost his voice. Um, 
Hello. Hello. You're, yes, saying, yes. you're saying we'll probably do. Uh, well, well, possibly. It really depends. I mean, it, on on how hungry they are. I mean, they they are pretty hungry, but they, they 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 fly over the farms first, pick off the farm workers before they come near the village. What time would you say? Oh, but they have no time schedule. These are chaotic creatures. They're they they just bent on the wills of their winds of their hunger. So it's always yeah, been a random. The random, yeah. Okay. Look, I want to have a private conversation with Dyer. What do you think about this guy? Is he going to live or... I wouldn't bet money on it. Because, I mean, I feel like I can get him to stay here. No problem. I, I feel like he might actually be, like, bad for us. Well, I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I mean, if they're going after him, they're not going after me, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's so. Just, I don't want to be like, you know, I don't want to lose somebody because we're protecting this little dipshit. Who cares? I'm Why is this cat listening <laughs> to conversations? She has really good hearing. She's a tabaxi. Why is this listening to our conversation? Well, you guys are speaking kind of What are you looking loud. at, kid? No, I'm not looking at nothing, sir. You Listen, weren't having a conversation. I wasn't looking. I'm listening to the podcast. How old are you, kid? Uh, well, I'm what? I'm 19. I, He's I, gonna die. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna be constable of this town one day. Not if you die. Well, that's... If you I, die, you're gonna become a parent. Well, ooh, that's a good point. Why don't you, uh, yeah. How about this? If you can survive in a drinking game against me, you can come with us. Oh, well, well no, have you know, I was... I actually put down some of the other kids. Put All them right. under the table. Let's go. Oh, right. Um, are you doing it in the room? We're doing it in the room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Special rules. Mm-hmm. We get to use whatever cup we bring with us. Huh. Roll me persuasion. <laughs> Is this legal? Tell me you will find Damn it. Well, I don't... I mean, that's hard. I don't really own a cup, but... There's plenty of cups downstairs. I'll go get you. Sure, sure. Okay, that'd be great. I'll go and get mm-hmm. a cup. Preferably one that's, like, still full from somebody's table and drink it on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're gonna pay for that. We get yeah. free room and board and drinks. That's what the constable <laughs> said. Like, Fair enough. There you go. <laughs> mm, you, you see him give a wary eye to Luna, like, oh, I don't like him. You know, it's whatever. Yeah, so you come <laughs> back up. So drink it. Like, as I come in the room, I'm, like, you know, finishing it off. Mm-hmm. And then, ah, thank you. Now, what are we drinking? What is the strongest stuff you got? Well, we have newly imported. Actually, it's 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 a rare treat. Owen Owen just got in. He's only got one bottle of it. Uh, Heartfire. Sounds <laughs> like some crazy Elvis drink. <laughs> I well, I don't really know. <laughs> but 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 all I, right. But so I, fill fill both of our cups up, and I oh. hand him my tankard of sobriety. Hand him your whoever's tankard of filling, sobriety. Whoever's filling it up. Uh, whoever's filling it up. Well, he. I'll fill it. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Do so. we do we actually have the bottle? You Does have it? the bot. Yes. He, okay. Yeah. He, somehow. Some I'm allowing you to have the one bottle of the most expensive thing in this whole tavern. Yes. I went down and asked. Yes, there you go. I went down and asked for it. Yes. So okay, so I'll I'll fill up both the tankard of sobriety and the normal cup. Wait, 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 wait. Lord bless it. Oh, why not? He's good. Have as many as you want. So so what are you so so what are you doing here? I'm gonna bless that shit. What is your Tabaxi's name, by the way? Meow's out. Meow's out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know if I said my name at the beginning. I don't think I did. Then say your name now. Okay. Just, just say it. I'm Pam Spelzing. There you go. Thank you. I graduated school at 13. <laughs> we'll bless that shit. You're, you're going to bless the both the cups. Yep. All right. Both the cups have been blessed. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow. Very, I haven't seen real magic before. Well, you're in for a treat. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Cheers. And I down the whole tanker. He, he, he starts to drink. He's having... Keep up. Keep up, kid. He, he's trying. He's trying his best. He's having a lot of trouble. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden, you, you see him get real sick. 
Like he gets super. Oh, oh not in the room! Not in the room! <laughs> you force him to run out, no. and he runs away and vomits in the hallway because he can't make it because he's he doesn't have the best uh, constitution, I should say. You hear Owen come up the room like, "Oi, hey, what's going on?" Ah, Spencer! I'll go and pat the kid on the back and like kind of help him up and like, "Go on, let's get you some food." All right, so he does. You, he follows you down. He goes, and they feed him, and you know it's all good. I'm not gonna tell you how, kid, but I knew I was gonna win it, <laughs> and that alone speaks for itself. I don't think you're ready for this mission, and I don't want to have to look after you. Sorry, you're not coming with us. All right, he sadly, very sadly, walks away. So I'm gonna pat him on the shoulder before he goes, and kind of like you know, hook my arm over his shoulder, and like, now listen, kid, we're doing this because you are the last line of defense. If we don't come back, it's up to you. You got it? You go. <laughs> Pat him on the back. <laughs> you got it, sir. Walk it off. I will. Dyer, Pam, Cat Lady. <laughs> wow. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm sorry, just I know that we don't know how many there's going to be. There could be um, anywhere between let's say 10 plus, right? Yeah. I don't want to have to look out for this kid. Yeah, I don't care. I agree, that was the right thing to do. Now, he said uh, that they often attack the farms before they come to town. We say we- Channel uh, up through the farms? Yeah, you know, see if uh, maybe they're on their way out. Okay. Sounds, Sounds good, good to me. Sounds One thing real quick, um, is there an empty glass around? There is an empty cup around. Draven grabs an empty glass, pours the rest of his tankard into the glass, mm -hmm. and then drinks the glass. <laughs> uh, yes, because the effects of the... Yes, there you go. Very good. So, as you're walking through town, you do find that it seems to be more floral, and landscaping seems to be more completed as you go towards the center, towards the church. You can see someone standing uh, outside with a little parchment and quill sort of writing down, like inspecting the flowers and then making notes. You can see two people, uh, the ones that were working at the tavern, they seem to have completed their work at the tavern by the time you exit. They now seem to go and be working on yeah. the, go to work on the blacksmiths. And one of the blacksmiths, she steps out and she's where, she's obviously in her blacksmith smock holding a hammer and tongs, and she basically has gives them a stern look and just waves them away, and they walk off with holding their flowers, and they basically go on to the next building and start their work there. You walk past all of these sights and sounds, and you get to the farms, and you can see at two of the nearest farms, four individuals from a distance uh, having a conversation. One of the individuals seems to be leaning on the other one. Leaning as in like injured? Uh, you can say, I mean, their arms are like fluent like this, just leaning on one person. Hey, are you okay? They all look back. The one who seems to be leaning on the one individual doesn't really move. And as you get closer, about, let's say, 100 feet away, you realize that the one person leaning on the other person is just a scarecrow. And the older gentleman seems to be holding the scarecrow, leaning on his shoulder, and pointing at two other individuals, yelling at them. And then he starts just, he turns around and he just drags off this scarecrow back towards this other little farming hut just across the way. What the hell's wrong with the guy that he's carrying? Uh, that's not a guy. Looks like a guy. It's a fake thing. Usually filled with straw or grain, and they put it up in fields so that they can scare away crows and other animal creatures. Yeah. Oh, sounds like the perfect target. Why don't we use it? Do you? I can go ask if we if we can borrow it. Do you? Do you walk up to the old man? Yeah. The old man. Uh, as soon as you walk up to him. Hi. 
What do you want? Your scarecrow. Oh, you can't have my scarecrow. I just took it back for them thieving brackenberries over there. Stole my damn scarecrow. This is the third time they've stole my scarecrow. And I ain't gonna let them do it again. I ain't gonna give it to you, young whippersnapper like you. Why did you steal it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I said, at least we're asking for it. Where you are? <laughs> Where you are? But I ain't letting this thing leave my sight never. Okay, How much? you might go out with it then? How much is one of those scarecrows worth? <laughs> what? You ain't buying my scarecrow. I just asked a question. I, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, it ain't worth what you're gonna pay for it. I'll tell you what, I will wager 25 gold pieces against that scarecrow in a game of dice. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! I already told you, I'm not giving you me scarecrow. Well, look, we just want to borrow it because we have an idea that might save <clears throat> someone from getting carried away by the parakeets. Look. Can I command him? Can you, you want to cast a spell on him? Yeah. Cast a spell on him. Okay, cast a spell on him. I cast command. Okay, what does he have to do? Give us the fucking scarecrow. Okay, it's, it's, it's one word. Command is one word. Scarecrow. Wait. No. No, no, no. Hold no. up. No. Generosity. Generosity? I mean, that, that's not really a command, but... Ah. Uh, comply. 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 Alright, he has to make a what saving throw? I think it's wisdom. What's your spell save, DC? Oh, 12. For some reason, he he can't identify this. All of a sudden, he just like holds out the scarecrow. He's like, "What the? I'll take it. Walk what? away, old man. Walk away. I'll be telling the mayor of the reef about this. You do that. Yeah, you listen. If I don't see that, if I don't see, there you go. If I don't see that scarecrow back in my farm by the end of the night, I swear I'll have the to twist the arm like in half, like the straw. No, break. don't you break it. Okay, okay, fine. Fine, I'll walk away. But I'm gonna remember this, or my name isn't, Eve, isn't Ebenezer Lothrop. Remember the name. I was the first farmer here in these here parts. Remember the name, Jack Barrels. I won't. Wait, were you here when the um, Peritons started attacking? I was. Is that why you had the Scarecrow? No! Oi, oi, oi. Them Perrytons don't mess with my farm, I'll tell you what not. Because of the Scarecrow? Because of the Scarecrow, and then Brockenburys want it. Wait, well, now, they, what, now they aren't going to get it. Well, they are going to get it. What, what, what that means that the... Well, now we know which farm to camp out. Well, that means... Wait a minute. <laughs> that just means that... The, mm, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this one bit. Hey, guys, so what do you want to do with a useless Scarecrow? Oh, yeah, here. Wait, no, 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 wait. We should go put it on the other farm so it attacks this farm. Are you... They're talking about this right in front of me! I don't want that to happen! He only has a few years left in him. That's why we're gonna do him the favor of saving his farm. By planting a scarecrow in the other farm, so that way when they attack his farm, we can take care of the problem. So, so do you walk over to the Brackenberry's farm? Are we doing this? We. Here. Here's a scarecrow. Hey, oh, oh, I'm holding it? Okay. You wanted it, right? Oh, uh, fine, I'll carry it. It's a little bit bigger than me. It's kind of hard for me. <laughs> what should we name this guy? Bob. Bob, Bob yeah. You walk up to the Brackenbury farm, still standing outside of the two individuals. They walk up to you. The the older lady, uh, she looks to be about in her 60s, 70s, and the gentleman about the same age. No, the gentleman who's about mm, mid-40s. Oh, she's a cute cougar. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the tabaxi would make that joke. <laughs> Uh, the the older lady uh, speaks up 
to very very like soft voice speaks up to the the younger gentleman who's in his mid forties, and the gentleman says, "Don't worry, Ma. Ah, damn. I'll figure out what's going on. Hey, what are you doing with that scarecrow? Five gold pieces in its ears. Uh, we don't want it. I don't know what type of trouble you and what Ebenezer told you, but we have not been stealing that scarecrow. Why was it in your farm? We don't know. Some of the local hooligans might have put it there. They like rowling that old guy up. So it has nothing to do with when you have the scarecrow in your farm that the, the Perrytons don't attack you? Because that's kind of what it seems like it is. Look. Like, I know you probably want to protect your mom, but you shouldn't be stealing things. Well, I, well if I wanted to protect my mom, I would have already done it, because then I would have still had my little girl. What happened? Did she die? I don't want to talk to you anymore. You've insulted me. Oh, sorry. Me or someone else want to take over? I'm, I'm not sure. good with people. What happened with the scarecrow that you don't want anymore? We just think someone's been placing it in our farm just to just to rile up old Ebenezer over there. Old Mr. Lothrop. Ebenezer said that this scarecrow <clears throat> scares the... Harrington's. Harrington's away. Look, I think that guy's got a few screws loose. I'm not sure if it does anything, what he says. I think they just don't want to eat the old guy, you know? Have they been attacking here? Your farm? Yeah. How many times? Well, they took my little girl the last time. How long ago was that? About three nights ago. Can someone ask him if they've only been taking children? Because he doesn't want to talk to me. Have they only been taking children? Look, I'm sorry. I just get... I just get... It's okay, what kind of asshole? I have no social awareness. Uh, I, I, I can tell the general mood of the group. Um, <laughs> but we really do want to help. <laughs> okay, I'll trust that. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, repeat it. The question was, do you want to buy a scarecrow for fun? No, <laughs> God damn it. Who had the other... Children. Children? Have they only been attacking children? Well, we've only seen them carry away a couple of children. In fact, I, I'm only speculating that they carry away my child. We just have some missing children uh, in the village, and that's... Do you know which way they went? We, we don't know. They just... Well, Rupert Hathorne, he thinks his son and his older sister, Comfort Hathorne, and his younger son, Phineas Hathorne, he says he thought he saw them walk into the thick woods just north of here. The trees here are like a mix of deciduous and coniferous trees. But you can actually see that at the very northern border of the farms, way out here, there seems to be a jutting into almost threatening to invade upon the farmland is this very thick point of forest and thomas brackenbury says uh, finally introduces himself if you didn't says that he thinks he saw uh, young phineas and comfort hathorne walk in there or at least that's what rupert said and they hadn't come back and part of the hunters who went to go take care of the Perrytons, part of their job was also to go find these kids uh, because, you know, if they're still alive. Uh, I, got, I got two questions. Um, first, do the Perrytons come from the direction of those thick woods? Well, they kind of skirt around them, sort of on the eastern side, but they kind of come from north northeast a little bit, he says. And anytime I've seen them on the skyline. Um, Have you ever seen them over those woods? Over those woods? Once or twice, they don't seem to be afraid of it. Okay. What time of day? Any time of day that they have attacked. They've been attacking for a while now, intermediately. Uh, my, my other question, and uh, feel free not to answer, but where was your little girl the last time that you saw her? Or I should say, where do you think she was taken from? 
Well, last time I saw her, she was just out in the garden playing with the playing with the dandelions that were coming up, you know, because we're not really growing anything right now. We're sort of, we're, we're, everyone's, it's all sort of all hands on deck for the Lord coming in, you know. Oh. The, the, the Lord from, 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 from Thunderstone. He, he's coming in to inspect the village. That's where they're planting all the flowers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It, it's for, it's for the, it's for Those the. Are the yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a local competition we have. The Reeves very, very intent on um, on beating out Warwick this year. They won it last year, but uh, the Reeve is very much like they don't deserve it because they don't technically count as a village. They're a town. It's it's a thing. What were the name of the kids that got taken again? <clears throat> so he lists off some names. Thank you. And Isaac Flint. It's Isaac Flint is the son of Albie and Sarah Flint. Sarah is the local blacksmith, and Albie is supposed to take care of the twin. So it's Isaac and Abner Flint. So Albie's been beating himself up ever since uh, ever since they got taken, uh, or at least we think they got taken. Jared Archer. <laughs> Jared Archer is the son of Rowan and Edith Archer. Is he a spy? No, no, no. Rowan and Edith Archer manage the local church, the Chantea. Oh. Uh, they, they, Father uh, Archer is... Father Rowan is... Uh, are they related to a Sterling and Mallory Archer? I'm unsure. I mean, we're, we're a pretty close-knit family. If anyone has any, any family outside of uh, Cormier, we, we, don't get, we don't get many visitors, as you can tell. It's not very easily accessible. Would you mind if I took a look around where your little group's taken? Sure. Yeah, of course. Keep listing off names, though. While they're, while they're talking, I'll just go and, like, kind of, you know, take a look at right. the garden where she was. Of just course. For any kind of... All, all I, have, I don't have any investigation, so I'm going straight off perception. Sure. Uh, you... I will, I will... I'll get to you in a second. He gives you the name of Thaddeus James, who he tells you is the son of Ezra James, who's been the... The drunk guy. You actually saw him on your way. He was just seemed to be going up to the church to like, probably pray. He also said, "Poor guy, poor Ezra James. He um, he lost his wife. They found her in the river, just floating down. So that sad story." Was that a prayer to attack too, Perryton and me? Well, we don't know. Could have been an accident. She I always accident. well, she liked to go in the woods a lot. So who knows? She might have fallen. It gets pretty steep up in the in the east along the trail, so anything could have happened. Is she like in a morgue somewhere? Uh, well, Did you guys bury her? Well, we buried her. Can we like never mind? Oof, oof. I look. I, I'm not the person to ask about that. You're gonna have to ask Father Rowan. About okay, it. Father Rowan. Listen, I deal with the supernatural. All the time. <laughs> so <laughs> you're the shit out of me. <laughs> they also mention a young Abatha Wolf. Daughter of Eli and Bonnie Wolf. They are Ebenezer Lothrop's neighbors as well. They also mention a Hester Gardner. Mr. Thomas uh, Thomas Brackenbury explains that Seth and Eloise Gardner are farmers florists. They are the two that you've seen preparing the village for this competition that seems to be going on. You already know about Comfort Hathorn, Primrose Reed, who is a name you're familiar with as the daughter of Owen and Luna Reed. She also uh. seems to be missing. And one daughter of, you know him, you love him, or you hate him, Tobias Putnam, mm. and Spencer Putnam's younger sister. You know, if I knew this was going to be, like, Puritan-themed, then I totally would have for this. Mm. So we have Isaac Flint, mm -hmm. Jared Archer, mm -hmm. Thaddeus James, J Isaac and Abner Flint. They're twins. Both Abitha of them are Wolf, Hester Gardner, 
Mm-hmm. Putnam. Putnam. Verity Putnam. Verity uh, Putnam is the daughter of Tobias Putnam, yes. And what was Reed's first name? Prim... Primrose. Primrose Reed. And that's all of them? That's all of the kids that have been missing. What about Phineas? Phineas is also missing. Phineas Hathorn. Phineas, Phineas and Hathorn. Comfort Hathorn walked into the woods together. Phineas and Comfort? Yes. Any relation to Fur? <laughs> well, actually, yeah, they do have a distant cousin, Ferb, over down, over down in um, uh, Sembia. Shoulder Dyer. Has anyone actually seen the children being taken away by Puritans? <laughs> I already walked away. But. Well, Ezra actually says he saw his his uh, his young son be taken away. Uh, that's probably why the poor guy is so traumatized. You know, I mean, if you see it happen and and, and, and you know what probably is going to happen to the poor boy, mm-hmm. I'd be and you know that there's very little you can do about it. I mean, damn, the guy's just a father, I mean, uh, just a farmer, father and a farmer. He's he's all alone now. You know, Where is he's he? broken. Probably in the church now, but uh, about this scarecrow, what are you gonna do with it? I'm just walking with it over to the garden. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, sorry. So yes, you get to the garden. You, I guess, you plant the scarecrow. Uh, or what? Yeah, I'll just like set him down for a second, and you know. Sure, sure. Uh, you take a look around. He points out to where she was playing, and you can see like a little copse of dandelions there. And you run around, and you can see that there's. No sign of a struggle, really. Like, it's been a few days, but it hasn't rained, and no one's been there. You know, wants to go near there. No sign of a struggle at all. How close is this to the tree line? Is it like pretty far away? It's not too far. You can walk there uh, without breaking. Uh, in fact, it, the the weeds and stuff are pretty tall. Okay. You you think like a little girl. Not tall for you, but you think like a little girl could disappear in the weeds and walk that way up towards those thick woods. Any of the weeds broken? Uh, some of them are actually. Yeah, some of them are in, they in the front trail. They do a little bit make a trail, and it does lead towards those deep dark woods. And at the end of the trail, you find a little doll. Pick it up. Yeah, just a normal little doll. What's it? What's it dressed like? A little red dress with a uh, white bonnet. Seems to have dark black hair. Uh, are there any like twigs or anything on the ground that might have fallen from the trees, like, or even a rock or something? Uh, if you're next to the thick woods, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's some there's like a there's like a stone there. Okay, yeah, I want to take the stone, put it down where I, I found the, the oh, doll. doll. Sure. And yeah. then kind of take a, a look at the woods. Mm-hmm. And then look back down at the doll and head back to sure. the scarecrow. Sure. Uh, roll me perception check in the woods. Seven. Okay. You do notice wisps of web here and there in the woods. But it's just and... dark. It seems like the canopy is very shaded. Okay. Like it's overgrown. Like uh, the sun, even though it's it is getting closer towards the end of the day, because you guys did set out at the beginning. If I stop and listen, do I hear anything? Make me another perception check. I'm, I'm going to let you roll this again. Uh, that would be a 21. Ah. You hear a faint low humming, and then all of a sudden from behind a tree, you see this little ball of light float out and then flick behind another tree. Then you don't see it again. But how big? Like a uh, candlelight? Like a, like a baseball. Baseball size. Whoa. Okay, I, being sort of like spooked out now, I'm mm-hmm. going to head back to yeah. where the scarecrow was. Yeah. So there? Yes. Okay. Scare, scarecrow's Pick it up, walk back to the others. Okay. What time is it? It's getting close to the end of the day. So like five-ish? Five-ish, yeah. Is this like daylight savings time? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's, it's getting, it's going on in fall. Okay, so I come back, I'm carrying the scarecrow, and in my other hand I've got a doll. I'm kind of carrying it by the leg, you know, so it's like dangling. Uh, hey guys, there's something... Back- <gasps> Where'd you get that ah! doll? <laughs> oh, uh, I found this by the woods. Does this belong to your girl? Oh my god. Yeah. Cast Detect Magic on 
doll. Yeah, it's my little girl. Oh, wait, I could have cast it do you cast detect magic on the doll? You do detect a faint little uh little magic aura around the doll. It's oh, like good oh, or oh, evil. oh, I do declare. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. I'll say, detecting good and evil. Yeah. Okay. All right, so we have detect magic and detect good and evil, both going on at the same time. Okay, <laughs> fun. While you're doing that, I'm going to walk back to the farmer's house mm -hmm. and I'm going to cast alarm and Which farmer's house? The farmer who is mean to me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the old, the yeah. Um I'm gonna go and cast alarm at his house mm -hmm. so that if any uh, and I'm just gonna put it for peritons. Mm -hmm. So if any peritons come then we know. Okay. And it's gonna be both an audible and in my ear too. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And I was gonna tell him about well no, you know what? Can I knock on the door and tell him? Does he answer? Yes, he he's swing I what you want. Just so you know, I casted a protection spell on your house so you won't die. Oh, yeah, what are you doing? Captain Perryton's probably come right for me now. He well, shuts the door in his face. Well, that's not exactly how that works, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get the you get the feeling without an insight check. You get the feeling that he's very that he's very superstitious. Just yeah, uh, just not. Farmer. Yeah. You find a uh, a magical aura surrounding the doll, and it is a little bit faintly evil. Ha! What is it? <laughs> it's evil. Ah! Gotta go of it. <laughs> it drops. It, it hits the ground. Sorry. Hey. Uh. I saw something in the woods. It was like um, like a ball of light. You ever seen anything like that around here? No. I, I, it like floated from one tree to the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we don't go near those woods. We, we're just farmers. We just tend to stick around. I mean, the hunters go near there all the time. They, they've seen it. Oh, right. The hunters aren't. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know who would... I mean, maybe one of the guards. Are Young you Spencer's on border patrol. I mean, that's all he's really good for. Is but... Pam back yet? Yeah, Pam's back. <laughs> Pam, you ever heard of anything like, like that? Like a ball of light? Oh! That floats? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that can make things float. Did, what, did you see anybody? No, somebody... just, just the doll by the edge of the woods and then this light floating in the trees. Oh, because I can... I have a spell... Um, it's called Dancing Lights, and I can control a ball of light. It wasn't me, but, like, somebody could have done that, probably. So it was like a witch. Yeah, someone witch who was close by. Do you want to make an arcana or nature check? Sure. For, you have to choose which one, arcana or nature, for the ball of light floating around the woods. Arcana. Uh, 15, 13, I'm sorry, plus 6. 13 plus 6, yeah, so 19. 19. One of the immediate uh, causes of balls of light floating around in the woods that comes to your mind are will-o'-wisps. Oh yeah, those little Scottish things. Yeah. But they're uh, not evil though. Then mm, there's only depend. one. Well, they can be. In fact, a lot of times they lure people into the woods. Mm -hmm. And uh... <laughs> Well, they're not evil, they're more vengeful. Which yes. can be evil. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 But there was—he only—you only saw one. Yeah, I only saw one. Usually, but they I mean, I stick around. Very usually, long. there's like a line. Yeah. Like if he just saw one, then there would be more, mm -hmm. and that would try and lure him. But it kind of disappeared. You said. Yeah, it didn't try and lure me. It, it, I don't. It seemed more like it was trying to hide from me. I mean, so children are more susceptible to the will of the wisps because they try to get them more. So I don't know if maybe like an adult or what are you, what race are you? Are you mm -hmm. human? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So human adults are not like easily as sweet as children, but I mean, it could have been a will of the wisps, maybe. Well, all I know is I'm not going near those woods right now. What did you say was, what did you say was, Something's wrong with my with my girl's doll. She said it was evil. 
It's evil. It's, what? it's definitely evil. It's evil. I, has I, evil aura. I mean, she knows about stuff like this. My mother made that for her. Did you make it evilly? Well, no. <laughs> no. Can we talk to your mother? Yes, you can. Maybe the thing that took her was evil? evil. I mean, I would think a thing that takes children away is evil. Mm. What do you think, Draven? I mean, I this mean, is kind of your forte, right? Oh, I'm just enjoying the show here. Mm. I mean, would a doll have an evil aura because something took its owner away? Or, like, would it have to be cast on the doll? Something had to cast something on It would on probably the doll. be casted around the doll uh-huh. if the user mm-hmm. was holding it, if it has it. And I detected it, it had a faint evil touch. Presence. So obviously it's not the dog. It's something that has probably been casted on the girl that was holding the dog. So the woods no. are evil? Does that make sense? Yes, like, it does. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. <laughs> I think sense. we're getting sidetracked. We have one quest. I mean, you're right, but like kids are disappearing and this bad, right? And I still think that we just have to... You see... <laughs> you see Thomas is not paying attention to you. In fact, he's he's slowly backing away. And then he grabs his mother around her shoulders and he's looking up and behind you and is running uh, towards the house. Roll for initiative. <laughs> um, look behind us. I, I, I rolled a, uh, a uh, Wait, 16 bat. on insight. Yes, yes. You see behind you a flock of peritons. They are, let me check how many of you are. There's one, two, three, four. And a scarecrow. And, and a scarecrow. And a scarecrow. Oh, yes, we can't forget I the scarecrow. I cast mage armor immediately. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and forget the scarecrow. There are six. Six. Harrytons. How big are they? Uh, they are a medium-sized creature. <laughs> like as big as a, a large dog or something? A large dog. Yeah, yeah well, medium size is human size. Okay. Yeah. So they, so, so they big fuck. About six of them flying in. Classic V formation. Antlers, their mouths open and slathering with saliva. And they are just flying towards you. Pam, what did you... I casted Mage Armor. Oh, you cast Mage Armor yourself. Wonderful. They are about, I'd say, 120 feet away now, breaking over the tree line. So roll initiative. All right, so how, when do you go? Oh, not how. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Mike and Dyer. 21. You got a 21. Draven, what did you get? I got a 19. Pam, what did you get? A 3, and this is why I casted Mage Armor. (laughs) (laughs) Mal got a... 17. So, Peritons are 120 feet away from you. There are six of them. Dyer, you're up first. Plant the Scarecrow. The only other thing I'm going to do then is take an action to uh, ready uh, throwing dagger. Throwing dagger? Yeah. All right. Uh, What's your trigger for it? When one gets in range, I'm going to make a ranged attack. Basically a dart. Okay. So with Kensei, sh- uh, sorry, Kensei Shot, I have to use a bonus action on my turn to increase the damage of range, act- range action. So mm-hmm. can I do that on my turn while yeah. I'm readying the action? Yes, yes. Okay. Draven, what do you do? How fast are they moving? They are moving at 60 feet a second. Oh. Not 60 feet a second, 60 feet every turn. First off, if I use my pack of the blade, right? Like, what does that count as? That's an action as well? Oh, I think it's like you just create a weapon. Yeah. So I will do that and I will make a crossbow. Okay. So I'm so going to do that now. Okay, yes. yes. So, I take a shot at the one in front. Alright, yeah. Then, roll to hit. And since you're using your packed weapon, you get to use your charisma and your proficiency bonus as the attack roll. And then my improved packed weapon gives me plus one attack on attack and damage rolls. Then there you go. So, it's a plus plus six. Oh, the crossbow is only 100 feet 
Range. Okay, so I still roll a disadvantage. Twitch. Yeah, it's probably gonna. Yeah, it flies yeah. wide with the three. Even rolling at disadvantage, it flies wide. Matt, you're up. Okay, so how far is Sacred Flame going? Sixty feet. Damn. Yeah. You can ready it as soon as they enter it. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna ready it. Okay. Cool. Okay. I don't have anything else. <laughs> the Perrytons swoop in. And they come within 60 feet of you. Any ready actions are ready to pop off. Uh, that triggers your ready action to fire Sacred Flame. Yes. If you so wish to. Yes. It affects a 10-foot area. You're going to be able to hit two of them with it. Okay. They're going to roll their saving throws. What is your DC? 12 save. DC? Yes. 12. All right. I'm going to attack one of the ones that she's hitting too. Okay. One passes, one fails. So the one that fails takes how much damage? Three. Three? Mm -hmm. So you see this uh, pillar of fire shoot down onto the lead periton as some of his feathers get singed and he just sort of tries to flap it out. You definitely hit them. Dyer, what is... did you have a ready... yes. Do yes. you want to trigger your ready action? Yes. Go ahead. So uh, I rolled a 26 to hit. You fucking hit him. Wow! Um, which periton were you... Uh, oh, sorry, 25, because I don't get the plus one. Aha. Uh -huh. Which periton are you firing at? The one that just got burned or the one that dodged the burn? Probably the one that got burned. Okay. With Kensei shot, mm -hmm. uh, a target you hit with a ranged attack uh, using the Kensei weapon, which my throwing daggers or throwing mm -hmm. knives are, takes an extra d4. Oh, nice. Very good. Uh, Ten. Damn. All right. So you guys see Dyer fling a fucking throwing knife 60 feet through the air and, <laughs> and land embedding itself in this periton who... Well, actually, I probably have to wait until they're 30 feet away. Otherwise, because aren't they like 30, 60, or 30, 90, or something? Roll another die. 21. So you would have hit them anyway. Okay. Smacks this periton right in the fucking, like, lower stomach, and it looks fucking angry. It starts squawking at all of the other peritons. Pam, what do you do? Okay, so I am going to... They're in range. They are 60 feet. feet. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast Ice Knife. On which one? Is Oh, is this a new Should round? Should I try and wound another one? No. It, That's your It's call. your choice. They all seem to be kind of within five feet of each other at, in the line. You know how a V-shape is. Yeah, you know, no, I'm going to go for one that hasn't been injured yet. Sure, sure. We'll say the one right next <laughs> sure. to... We'll say the one that uh, dodged Mal's... Uh, Burning Flame thing. Yeah, okay. the Sacred Flame. So 16. You hit. Ah. Wow. Good. Four. Piercing damage? Piercing damage, yes. Does Ice Knife do anything else? Just the target in each creature within five feet of the point where the ice exploded must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or, de or take 2d6 cold damage. Nice. So... Um, also, two, um, when you cast a spell using a spell spot of second level or higher, the cold damage increases by 1d6. Would you like to use a second level spell slot to increase the damage? Yeah. Okay. Why the fuck <laughs> that increases the cold damage? Yeah. Alright, well, uh, what's your spell save, DC? 14! Well, on the, the lead one fails, I guess. It's gonna get hit anyway. The one to the left of it fails, and then the other one fails. So all three of them fail, so roll 3d6. Three, one, four. Alright, eight. eight. So they each take eight points of cold damage. Alright, Dyer. Are they going to get to be, or get to us by the end of they, the turn? Yeah, they look like they're gonna swoop in. Then rather than attack again, I'll, I'll pull out my, my actual dagger, flip it around so I'm holding it point down, mm -hmm. and I want to ready an action so that if one tries to like swoop at me, mm -hmm. I want to try and grab it by the, by the ankle and tug it to the ground. Love it. I want to use my reaction to gain plus one AC. Okay. With the knife. Fair enough. 
About this time, a farmer runs out of his house and sees all the peritons. Grabs a pitchfork because he sees you guys. And he's like, I'm gonna call help. And he starts running towards your group. Ebenezer, no. It ain't it ain't Ebenezer. It's oh, whoever you house. are, just stay in your house. He seems to not give a fuck. <laughs> so, Draven, what do you do? I cast Create Bonfire. Okay. I cast it on the leader. Uh, what's your spell save, DC? 13. 13. He passes with a 13. Uh, is that the only creature in it? Uh, no, there is. Oh, yes, there is one other creature in it. There's the other one. Huh, it failed. The one that has been ice knifed. <laughs> <laughs> Takes four damage. Very good. So it says a creature must also make the save when it moves into the bonfire space or ends its turn there. Yeah, that's all. Now. Guiding bolts. A flash of light streaks towards the creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. Uh, and uh, the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your turn has advantage. Nice. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering in the target until then. Nice. Damn. Okay. Well, so, whatever you want to do, Sam. You're lasering this fucker. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it as my, like, I'm a fire in the laser! <laughs> First level, guiding bolts. Three have been damaged, three have not. I think I'm gonna take out the one, one of them on the right. Okay. Range it. 18. Oh, fuck. Um, uh, and I didn't even add... You didn't even add your shit to it. Well, you don't have to, because you fucking hit it. Go ahead and roll them 46. 46. A five, a four. Oh, that's a six, actually. It's, Is that a six? Yeah, right? it, it's a. Yeah. That's actually my die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got a six, a it's four, a two, and a one. Thirteen. Six, four, two. Shit, damn. Good hit. Mal, do you do anything else on your turn? I'll do shield of faith then. On who? You can cast on yourself or someone near you. The farmer! <laughs> nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Very chaotic. Of they you, do like look it. like they're going to be swooping down on all of you, so. I'm the weakest, technically, out of them, so I'm going to save myself. Okay. The Peritons, two of them, the two on the very tail of the wings, swoop down towards the farmer, who is about 30 feet away from you guys. And he's all of a sudden realizing the mistakes he's made in his life. <laughs> to run out with a pitchfork. Um, if they take him away, it's one more we're going to have to kill. Yes. Easily. Each of the Peritons swoop down on one of you. They are diving towards you, straight towards you, of 30 feet. When they get 30 feet, then they fold their wings in and they go in like fucking falcons. So they're going to each make melee attacks against you. So we're going to go first with Draven over here. Reaches out with its talons extended. Ooh, fuck. I think a 24 is going to hit you. So you take six piercing damage. Suddenly I regret this decision. And then, because it was diving, you take 2d8 more damage. Oh my god. Damn. <laughs> Holy shit, I rolled two eights. You take 16 more bludgeoning damage. At 18 health. Yeah, as it slams you into the ground. Make oh, a strength Jesus. saving throw. Holy shit. 15. You are not knocked prone. Thank god for that. Dire. <laughs> Hi. This swoops to attack you, it comes within melee range. What do you do? It, does it get to attack me first? It, it, it comes within melee range before the attack triggers. Okay, then uh, I want to grab it. Since it's it's like tucked in, I'll probably grab try and grab one of the antlers. Sure. And basically tug it into the ground. Good idea. And make... Like, I want to jump on basically jump on it <clears throat> and like grapple it. Good, good, good. We're going to make it contested. Yes, crappy! <laughs> oh, I don't think so. Um, 11. 
11 does not beat its 17. It sees you're grabbing for the antler, it ducks out of the way, talons extended, does the same dive attack maneuver. He sees 17. It yeah. can't hit you with a fucking 7, so uh, it you are able to plows itself into the dust and it's like flapping in the weeds now. Okay. Uh, but it is on the ground. Mal, one flies towards you, but you have an AC of 20, so what are you yeah. worried about? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't hit you. It rolled It rolled with its bonuses a 19, so look at that. It basically smooshes itself against your ethereal shield that is in front of you. <laughs> it looks like it's like pressed up against a car windshield. And just, just like all a stream of yes, spit. Yeah, just yeah, goes yeah. Down. It just goes down and it's now on the ground in front of you. Oh, oh, Pam. Hello. Also, I have my, because um, I used my ab abdication spell the first time when mm -hmm. I cast a blade, mm -hmm. whatever. So you have I have my ward. little barrier anyway. How many hit points does that have? So that one is, ward has a hit point max equal to two times my level um, of the spell on in intelligence. So 12. So, yeah. So let's see if it hits you. Oofa doofa. Uh, uh, Non-natural 20 will hit. <laughs> You are going to take nine piercing damage. So how much from the does talons. so how much does the the barrier uh, of that? It will it will take nine points of that. Okay, so I don't get hit. Then. You don't get hit yet. There okay. is still more damage. So then you only take five of that damage. Okay, so now I'm down to twenty three. Yes. Yeah, okay. How are you doing on hit points? I'm at eighteen. So that was the Perryton's turn. They're now all on the ground. Oh, uh, Pam, I need you to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> To not be knocked to the ground. Oh, God. Yes. Okay. Four. Sixteen. Sixteen. You are not knocked to the ground. Yeah. There is a hungry periton about as tall as you in front of you. I'm five two. Yeah, so there you go. Okay. <laughs> um, but funny enough, it is your turn. There yeah, is right. a bird in front of you. Okay, so <laughs> I am going to cast... Can I cast a spell? Yes, you okay, can. Okay, so I'm going to cast invisibility okay. on me. And then, can I do a bonus action immediately, or do you have to wait? So, I remember ruling back in the other game that I allowed a bonus action spell and an action spell yes. to happen. I'm going to continue and stay with that with that route. Okay. So, yes. So, I'm going to cast Invisibility um, that lasts for an hour. Yes. And then, as a bonus step, I'm going to, I'm just a bonus step, as a bonus action, I'm going to use Misty Step and transport myself, like, 30 feet away. Oh, shit. That's a bonus action? <laughs> yeah, it's a bonus action. <laughs> One bonus action. There you go. Then, then you Get fucking, the fuck out of here. The bird's like, cough? <laughs> Motherfucking cough? <laughs> what a cough fuck did you call, though? <laughs> Can't speak, but if Where the cough did you call? <laughs> yes. So it it, it it starts like thirty feet away from you now, like tick, 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 like scratching and trying to find you. Good job, Dyer. You are up. There is a fucking Perryton in front of you. I'm gonna knee it in the face. Knee <laughs> it in the goddamn face. Uh, so I'm I'm also um, I'm gonna use Agile Parry. So well, I'll use that after I make the attack. I'm also gonna use my reaction to get the plus one AC. Yes, yes. With the knife. So fifteen. You hit. Nice. Okay. So I will knee it, and I will immediately spend one adrenaline point because I do not have key. Ah, adrenaline. Of course, Kensei. To immediately make two more unarmed attacks. Hells yeah, do it. So one hit. Uh, that is a twenty. You hit. Of course. And a ten. Does not hit. It was not a crit, by the way. It was a, a right, normal. Right. Right. Eight and six. So uh, fourteen. Fourteen damage. All right. Cool. My fists are not magical either. 
That's totally cool. The the periton in front of you seems uh, so basically like I need in the face and mm-hmm. I grab it by the antler and bash its head into the ground. It it's it's <laughs> broken jaw and now broken antlers are it's looking up at you like it wants to kill you before you kill it. And I'm like you know squaring off. With yes, the yes, like, yes. Very good, very good, very good. I am. The farmer who is now about fifteen feet in the air seems to be struggling. Um, as the Perrytons seem to be carrying him off to the woods. I, I am not killing that guy when he comes back. That's on you guys. <laughs> Draven, what do you do? So there's one in front of me, right? There's one directly in front of you. I cast Hex... Was it? Hex? Curse Hex? Oh, oh yeah. The there's bo- Curse the of the Hexblade, and then there's yeah, Curse the of the spell Hexblade, that one. There okay, we go. There you go. Now, if, uh, I'm actually going to cast um, Poison Spray. Okay, good. Yes, what? yes, no. Poison spray was a con save. It rolled a 17. Mal, what do you do? There is a fucking periton in front of you. It looks rather angry that it didn't hit you and that you smooshed its face up I, against... I did smoosh its face. Now I'm going to inflict it, like, inflict some wounds. Well, yes. then do so. I Please. thought you were going to say lick, lick it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I mean... I need choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a cleric. Yeah. <laughs> It's your natural prey. Think of it just like a big pigeon. Yeah. With antlers. Yeah. And fangs. And fangs. And, fangs. and, and bloodlust. <laughs> yes, yes. That was a 17. 21. 21. Hits. Target takes 3d10 necrotic <laughs> damage. <laughs> Roll, I guess. Yeah. 1, 2, and 8. So, 11. Yeah. 11 points of necrotic damage. Mm-hmm. You see, it's face as you inflict it start to wither and be older i guess but it looks like it's flesh sloughing away and Ew. feathers molting from its body Ew. is, is that a necrotic damage it, it, it's yes. like you grab it by the face and just like make it melt yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. it's a touch yeah it's yeah. a touch nice. yeah. um it's not dead yet though it's not dead yet though uh the peritons the two continue to fly away with the farmer now they're about mm, 100 and blah. No, they would be 60 feet away now. The Perrytons in front of you will be trying to gore you. Draven? Oh, is, is that because there was one that lost? The one in front of Draven. Okay. Its <laughs> gore attack misses you. What's your AC? 11. One of its talent attacks hits you, and the other talent attack hits you. So you're going to take... What are, what are the talons? The talons are 2d4 each. So you take seven and then another five. So twelve. I'm at six. <laughs> yes. Dyer in front of you. The Perryton in front of you does the same thing. You see he's currently 19. Uh, yeah, it's not going to hit that uh, with the gore. It will hit that with one of its talons and it will miss it with the second talon. And you take six piercing damage from the one talon attack. Motherfucker. Yes. Mal, on you. The one that you've withered and sloughed and, and smooshed. It is it is mad. It is very mad. It misses. It misses again. Since your AC is 20, uh, it rolls a 17 plus bonuses. That is, makes it a 22. It will hit with one talent attack. Okay. Four piercing damage. The periton in front of you... Uh, it's not in front of me anymore. Well, it's not. The periton near you starts sniffing the air. 30 feet away. 30 feet away. Starts sniffing the air. Stop it! It Stop. critically fails. It starts walking <laughs> off in the opposite direction. <laughs> it, it can't... You are effectively hidden from it. It, it, it cannot find you. 
It's my turn now. Yes, it is your turn now. Okay, so you said that the farmer, two Perrytons have him, right? Or one? Two Perrytons. Two Perrytons have two like Perrytons, a charm. Yes, yes. Okay, and he's 60 feet? 60 feet away. Okay. If I cast a spell, is the farmer going to get hit too? Uh, it depends. <laughs> it depends. What kind of spell? Both of the spells that I have, like I can do Ice Knife again and mm -hmm. anything within range. Yes, yes. yes. And then hit. the Flaming Sphere. He would probably get hit also. You know, My concern is yeah. I don't want these things to reproduce. So like as they, if they, they get somebody they else, like they I pass. don't, yeah. So I think I'm going to do that Flaming Sphere. Okay. Uh, Watch so me fail this. You, well, you <laughs> cast it. It appears next to them. They have to make dexterity saving throw. Oh, so that doesn't happen right now. It, 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 oh, it's there right now. But they don't take damage until it's turned. But does it doesn't like startle them? <laughs> well, yeah, it startles <laughs> them, but they they'll only be affected by the damage. He's, he, he's just he's he's uh, going with the rules of the game okay. <laughs> yeah, to to explain like how this is going to play out. Uh, yeah, okay. because everything is fluid, uh, and also when you cast a spell, I'm not sure you're invisible anymore. The spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. Spheres in the air, it's going to drop on the Perrytons. Dire. Okay, uh, how close is Draven? Uh, Draven is about like five feet away from you. Oh, really? Yeah, y'all are close. Oh, like, the, it's just flies, just feathers and shit everywhere. Okay, so I can can I attack the one that's on him yes. without moving away from Yes, the you can. Me? Yes, you can. Okay, I'll do the same routine this turn. Mm -hmm. um, I'll use the, the knife for defense. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna make, you know, I'm gonna punch it basically. Mm -hmm. It'll be plus three AC mm -hmm. until you. To, to the one in front of you or the one in front of Draven? Oh, well, yeah, I'm attacking the one in front of him. Okay. I wanna okay. get it on me. I'll elbow it in the throat. Mm -hmm. Or not, I rolled a one. Misses. Right. So um, I am gonna spend the key point though for, sorry, the adrenaline point for two more attacks. Okay. That one's a 20. Oh. Uh, sorry, the uh, non natural and non natural, uh, and a 21. Nice. So, okay, there you go. Both hit. Okay, that's a five. And a nine. So right. 14. 14 on the one next to Draven. Yeah. And Scream curses at mm -hmm. him while I'm... Yeah, yeah. It, it, looks, it looks about as worse off as the one right in front of you. The farmer tries to stab one of the fucking uh, Perrytons that is uh, tearing it away. He does so at disadvantage because he's being carried the fuck away. He hits it. It's <laughs> <his> little pitch... <laughs> Yeah, poke that bird. Uh, three damage to that periton. Uh, he's doing so trying to get out of the grapple, 30 feet in the sky. Uh, the periton fails and drops his arm, and the other periton now has to make a strength saving throw to hold on to the farmer. Nice. Save yourself, farmer. It passes, and now it has both of his arms locked in its talons. Damn. As the one periton is flying away, followed behind the other periton who's starting to nip at his legs as in vengeance. Well, you know, he gave it a good try. Right? Shit. <laughs> um, Draven, a Perryton in front of you, a Perryton in front of Dyer. And then to your right, there's a Perryton in front of Mal. And then there's the Perryton, which is now. Wait, Dyer's next to me, right? Yes, Dyer's next to you. <clears throat> Pretty much the other ones are in front of us? Yes. Uh, how, how far apart are they? Uh, they're all next to each other. So I will create bonfire on, I'd like to say, whatever one's in the middle, so that way the five foot radius hits. Okay, okay, so you're only gonna hit two of them. Right, so. so I hit two of them, and so long as one of them is the one in front of me. Okay, well, one of them is one in front of you. Which one do you want the other one to be? In front of Dire or in front of Mal? In front of Dire. Okay, cool. And it's deck save of... Alright, one passes. And one fails. Uh, the one in front of Dire fails. One in front of you passes. Okay. How much damage? Creature must also make the same... Two. Two, okay. Make the save when it moves into the bonfire space or ends its turn there. 
Alright, now. Uh, you always have I your... I cast a, a level 2 spell, mm-hmm. which is Cure Wounds, on Draven. Draven. Okay. Aww, to heal him. Alright, so how much? How, what do you roll? 2 GH. 2. So I've got a 5 and a 7. Nice. Plus um, 2. Two, so that would be 14. Okay, nice. The Perrytons go again. The two Perrytons, which are on their last legs in front of you two, back away from the fire. How far? The, well, they oh, back wait, away far enough out of your attack, of, uh, out of your reach. I already used it in oh, reaction, yeah. though, so I can't. But Draven hasn't. You get a chance to attack them. Okay, yeah, sure, why not? Let's take right. a shot. There you go. I'll take a shot at the one in front of me, directly in front of me. You hit. <laughs> the one directly in front of you. Plus five. Oh yeah, that's right. I have my. It doesn't matter because you kill it. Nice. Awesome. Nice. Um, yeah. and its body now burns in the fire that you have created. Okay, so upon death, mm-hmm. regain hit points equal to level plus charisma. So there you go. Nice. So four so plus four, seven. so eight. No, it's plus three. Plus three, so four plus three, so seven. seven. Yay. Plus he got healed again yep. by me. So. Yes. There you so go. That was that was a good turn for us. Very good turn for you guys. Very good turn. Uh, the Perryton has now spotted you, Pam, and it is. Oh, did the flaming sphere resolve? Yeah. Oh, the flaming sphere on their turn. Yes, that's right. They fail. Well, one of them fails. The other one super fails too. Okay. So, so how 2D6. much? Two d six. Two d six. Well, they take ten each. Oh wait, no, you roll it. I mean, I roll two fives unless you want to take mine. Yeah, that's that's a good roll. Honestly, I'll take it. I I have shit rolls. So I, I I didn't mean to roll. That's fine. The farmer has to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage to avoid this flaming sphere because he's hanging from a periton. Wow, he rolled an 18 and a 20. So this dude's coming along with us. He, he basically <laughs> swings out and like uses his like pitchfork to stab it in the periton's like. <laughs> To like keep away from the flaming <laughs> spear and push it back, so yeah. he's fine. Uh, the Perryton still holds on to him though, so he's still up there. Fuck. And yeah. Now he's, now he's like 120 feet away. Yeah. He's well. Yeah. I mean, they they're continuing to fly away. Well, he's he's, he's, he's holding his own. Yeah. I don't know. This man might actually make it. Though. Oh, yeah, he might make it though. <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, so that was. Oh right. Um, Perryton's attacking. The one Perryton that backed away that is not dead is going to flank around and still try to attack you, Dyer. That will be a hit with the gore. It hit 19? Yeah, it rolled a 16. It's a bonuses. It will be a hit with one of the talons that rolled a 17. And then rolled another 17. Oh shit, you got you got some shit coming your way, my man. How much health do you have? 23. So with the gore, that is 4 piercing damage. With the talons... That is five piercing damage. So nine, and then another eight. Okay. Seventeen. I had seven. Damn. Wait, seventeen altogether? Seventeen altogether. That's all? Okay. It's all right. I'm actually at six. Now, same thing. Tax against you. Fail. That one will hit, though. Rolled a 19, so bonuses. So you take some damage. Uh, you take five piercing damage. Okay, so that's nine altogether? Yes. Because the last one missed. Just five piercing damage altogether. Now, Pam, it spotted you. It is running towards you. How far away is it? It is now 10 feet away because it doesn't have 30 feet of, of running movement. Overconfident, that's what it is. Yes, it, it's, it's a bit... It's like yes. a bitch along the way. <laughs> All right, and Pam, now it's your turn. Your okay. flaming sphere is now dropped to the ground. You can do whatever you want with it. Uh, how far away is it? It's about like 50 feet away because... Well, no, it could be 20 feet away because you cast... No, I can, move it, I can move it up to 30 feet. Okay, well, you can move it closer to you. 
Move it in between the thing. Maybe it's a bonus action. Can I? How close can I get it to it? You can get it mm, about twenty feet away from the thing. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we're gonna use ice knife because I'm... ice knife against the periton. Yeah. Thing? I mean, yeah. What else Roll two. <laughs> Let's attack. turn invisible again. <laughs> I rolled a one, so it's a seven. It, uh, no matter what, it's gonna fail on a one, so it misses. <laughs> Flies wide. Periton right. is still snarling. It smiles a little bit now that it sees you missed it completely. Dire. Stab punch punch. Stab punch punch. <laughs> stab first. Let's see what happens with the stab. 20 non-natural. Uh, non you hit it and kill it. How do you okay. kill the periton? Basically, I wait for it to like lunge at me again mm-hmm. and I grab it around the mm-hmm. I grab it around the neck, rip with a knife, just open up its its jugular. Shit, there you go. Wow. Wow. How close is the one that's on Pam? Uh, it's about, she missed a step 30 feet away from you. It's within movement range. Okay. You can move I, to I have, it. I have 40 foot movement. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you okay. can move to it. Actually, I'm currently not doing very well. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Fuck it. Chaotic neutral. I'll, yeah. I'll run in and, and... Punch, punch? Yeah. Punch, punch, punch. There you go. Punch, punch. Because yeah. he just used to, so he only used to stab. Yes. <laughs> That's a punch, punch. Uh, that was probably not going to hit. That's a nine... No, sorry. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Eleven doesn't. Nope. And, uh, nine. Nah. It's, it's oblivious to your. Uh, it was a good try. It was a good try. <laughs> you know. Thanks anyway. <laughs> Farmer, stab, stab. Perryton again. Hits. Good job, guy. He's trying. He, he doesn't want to get eaten. He's trying. Three more damage to him. Perryton. Perryton drops him. Oh shit! Nice. From thirty feet in the air. I cast Featherfall. There you go. It's a reaction, so I cast Featherfall. So he's there, fine. There you go. The farmer, I've been farmer. waiting the whole game for that. He's like, oh. Ah, uh, ah, ah! Wingardium Floriosa. And then he turns around. And he's like, ah, oh, shit! The Perryton's still right above me, staring at me. He holds out his his uh, his uh, his little pitchfork to defend himself. So Draven, I cast Healing Hands on. Oh. He's now run away. You gotta go f- oh, go run so to him. Run. How far is he? He's thirty feet away. Thirty feet. Thirty feet to him. Okay. And then cast healing hands on it. Alright, there you go. How much does he heal? I'll take it. <laughs> Not the massage parlor, but the indeed. It's a Asimar thing, right? Oh, it's Asimar. Yeah, yeah. That, that, then you heal um, up to your level. So, yeah, so it would be four. Four. Or ten. There you go. <laughs> nice. Very good. Uh, uh, and that would be your action. Uh, is there any what? Is there any other one that's close to us that's been attacked? The one next to Mal. Alright, it's within 30 feet of you, right? Yep. Alright, I'll curse it. Hexblade curse. There you go. Mal. Wow, yes. So, I'm gonna beat him with my hammer. Beat him with your hammer! Do it, do it, do it, do it! I've been yeah, waiting, yeah. I've been fucking waiting for the four hammer action. Oh wait, that was the bad one. I want the good one. Where is the good one? I had the good one. I've been getting good rolls with a certain die. I'm not yes. gonna lie here. This has been really good. 15 plus my strength, 17. Plus I hit it. Plus your proficiency is 19, so you did hit it. Hit it. Nice. Hit it. Roll that damage. Okay. 1d8. Please, God, let it be high. Seven. Nice. Strength. Nine. Two. So Fuck nine. it. So set. Yeah, there you go. Sweet. Oh, you can, can I use my one more one plus weapon attack? Yes, you can. You can nice. use your bonus action to to pop your your war priest stuff. All right, war priest time. There you go. <laughs> Make another attack. You hear like a thunder yes, you cat, do. You know. Yes. <laughs> growl as fast as like. Thirteen plus. You hit it. Two, yeah. Okay. Thirteen is their AC. Nice. nice. Eight plus two, ten. ten. How do you fucking kill oh. the Carryton? 
I literally knock it out of the park. So, <laughs> you, you, you knock, the, you do an uppercut with the warhammer. It goes flying about ten. Its limp corpse goes flying about ten feet. Trail of feathers falling off its body, and it lands unseen in the reeds next to the scarecrow. There you go. How very, how ironic. How very ironic. Yes, indeed. Who is next? Yes, the Peritons. Who, who, which Peritons are alive? You're a Peritone. Is that, am I the only one? You're the only one. It runs to you. Great. <laughs> Does it run out of, out of range of me? It runs out of range of you. Opportunity attack. Opportunity attack. That is an 18 plus 7. Oh, yes, that will hit. That will hit. Yay. <laughs> uh, 2 plus 4, so 6. 6. Oh, ah, well, I forgot. Yeah, never mind. Okay. I, I have advantage on opportunity attacks, but I... Well, roll it again. See if it's a 20. It is not. Okay, there we go. The Perryton now realizes you're there. So its movement stopped when when it, uh, when it gets hit. So it turns around. It tries to claw you. It misses with a four. And now it runs towards Pam. Tries to gore you. 12 plus 5 is 17. What's your mage armor give you? It's 13. Plus dex yeah, 30. 13 plus dex. Okay. My dex is not high. So it's going to hit you. The gore does 1d8. You take 5 piercing damage. Ow. Yes. It tries to claw you with the talons miss because the roll to 7 plus 5 is 12, which is underneath your AC. So there you go. So how much did I lose? You took 5, five. piercing damage. So I'm 18. Ooh. Well, congratulations. The parry t- the Perrytons are now that had the farmer are now flying the fuck away. One of them tries to snatch at the farmer again. He's like, get the fuck away from me! No, 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 no! And he just flies the fuck away after seeing the rest of everything. But it gives a bloodthirsty scowl at you all as it flies away with its little friend. The Perryton next to you, it's done its attacks, and now it's your turn. If I don't hit this motherfucker, mm-hmm. <laughs> then you, I... <laughs> you, you better. Yeah. Um, can I move this flaming sphere? Yeah, yes. On him. You can move the flaming sphere. It's 20 and, feet away. Yes, you can literally kapoom, bowling okay. ball the flaming That's sphere. What I'm gonna do. There you go. I'm going to so, get a strike. <laughs> so, what does that do? Creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one. It's right in front of you, remember. It's within reach. Oh, I can. Okay. I can shock it. Yes, you, yeah. can, you can shock and grasp it. Yes, I can. Would you I like can Pikachu to, it. Would you. Would you like to do that instead yeah, of moving wanna... the flaming sphere yet? Well, n- no, because I was going to use ice knife again, but that didn't go very well. So, like, I'm going I'm to shocking grasp it, Pikachu it. All right, there you go. There you go. You can okay. also move the flaming sphere. That as a bonus it. action. Yeah, as a yeah. bonus action. So you can go ahead and do that, and we'll say it's right next to it. But go ahead and shocking grasp it. 12 plus 6. You hit. 18? Yes, you hit. 18. D- there's another effect on there too, isn't there? It can't take reactions until the start of its next turn. There you go. That's so special. roll the 1d8. Two. <laughs> Two. Okay. So if it can't take reactions, that means you can move away from it without taking an okay. attack of opportunity. Yeah, you can run away. It's so it's sitting there like... <laughs> Would you like to run away? It's not dead. It's not dead yet. Darn it. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't taken that thing. Alright, so you run 30 feet away. Pam's turn is done. Dire, it's in front of you. Help it, me kill it. There's like a flaming sphere next to it, but you can like get around the flaming sphere and like not get hit by the flaming sphere. I'll run up and I'll just like boot it in the face. <laughs> boot it in the face. <laughs> like in hot buns with the mom. Nah, only a 10. Damn. Damn, but this thing. I will spend my last special point 
to take the dodge action. Mm -hmm. so does that count until the beginning of my next turn? Is that mm -hmm. what it yes. is? Yes. Okay, so I'll go ahead and do that. I will. So I'll move back away. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, the farmer is still slowly falling. He's actually trying to claw at the grass to pull himself closer to the ground. Kind of failing at it, but it's whatever. Uh, Draven, what do you do? How far am I from Dyer? You ran towards him. You're right next to him. Where is the uh, closest? Uh, right, ten feet in front of Hal. Not Hal. Uh, ten feet in front of Dyer. We have a blade link. Yes. Right. Ten feet in front of Dyer. Eldritch blast. Eldritch blast. Eldritch. Kill him. And you basically shoot it out of your crossbow. So, 18. You hit 1d10. What does it look like, by the way? Like, what does your Eldritch Blast look like? Good question. What does my Eldritch Blast look like? <laughs> a giant blue a giant blue wave just emits. Fair enough. Roll that damage with a 1d10. 1d10. That's 1d10. Yep. Yes, that's it. So five. five. Five force damage. Plus Poof. your Hexblade damage. Right? Plus your Hexblade stuff. Are you cursing this one? Yeah, I yeah, actually, okay, so it turns out I can't use it again until after a short rest. Uh, right, but can't you, you can transfer it to another one, can't you? When I hit, like, a higher level, I think it's, like, 14 or something like that. Oh, okay. Wow. It's okay. You still knock, your your blue wave of Eldritch Blast knocks its face. It beats its cheek in and knocks off an antler. How close is this thing to dying? <laughs> uh, it looks like it's it's on some last legs. Like, it's so gone, um, like crazy. I mean, they all ha have. I mean, it's just depending on how often you guys decide to want to hit them. Is the farmer <laughs> coming back? The farmer is almost to the ground. Yeah, Mal, floating. Mal, there is a periton still alive, about 30 feet in front of you. You can run to it and smack it, or do whatever you exactly want to. That's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to run up to it and uppercut it. Do it. Do it again. Roll to hit. Come on, lucky die. Uh, I rolled the twelve. Like technically together twelve. Ah, damn. Just, just, just underneath the AC. Shit, motherfucker. Well, I mean, I think you're, you're, you can still have your cleric stuff. It's not when you hit. I think it's when you make an attack or use the attack action. Yeah. You can yeah. use a bonus can... action to try and attack it again. Okay, yeah. Wow. Nope. We're forgetting. Damn. With an eight. Alright, that was the last time you could use your bonus action thing to make a yeah. bonus action attack. So, it's okay. Look, it's okay. You guys are doing great. <laughs> it's doing great. <laughs> doing just fine. <laughs> the Perryton's go. The Perryton sees you in front of it. Uh, Mal. Tax you. Misses. Oh, really? Tax you. Misses. I haven't been making you roll concentration on Shield of Faith, but I'm not going to take do that right now. And it rolls a one. Uh, so Critically it, Critically fails. Uh, so when it rolls a one, it actually its foot gets snagged in some of the weeds beneath its feet as it tries to claw you. So now it seems uh, a little bit restrained. Oh, I'll restrained. So we have yes. a restrained. Restrained. Pylon. Pylon. You can't fucking kill it. <laughs> All right. So and the other Perrytons are now flying away. Uh, they're gone. The Perryton looks at his friends like, fuck you, why'd you leave me? Yeah. <laughs> Pam, it's your go. Oh yes, wait, at the beginning of his turn, flaming sphere, because fuck it. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> has to make a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because it's restrained. We know it's at the beginning of his turn, so it wasn't before then. It fails, 2d6. Uh, it takes nine damage, and it's dead. Yay! Yay! There you go, and that's the end of the Perryton attack. <laughs> The four of them are down. As the sun sinks below the horizon. Oh, that was during daylight. Well, yes. Now oh, it's turning. Oh, shit. Just 
basically like now the farmer the farmer that has survived runs over to you and says holy shit <sighs> can I, I have to high five yeah yeah, yeah 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 clap him on the shoulder you high five him he you're has, hired yes yes this npc has no name you can name him i don't care jeff i'm just kidding fitzgerald 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 good farmer fitzgerald Fucking A. No, seriously, like, I'm not letting him leave. He comes along with us. All right, fair. He's blooded. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, he's got a pitch. I have adoption papers. You can oh, adopt him. Oh, my fucking right. <laughs> after, after, you know, congratulating him, just, like, collapse on the ground. There you go. <laughs> uh, uh, after you, pop, you you hear a door open, you hear Ebenezer pop out, I was like, See, I told you that scarecrow was good luck. You ain't dead yet. Shuts the door. It wasn't even in your field. Thumbs up. <laughs> The scarecrow comes with us. <laughs> okay. Scarecrow comes Farmer, with where do you live? I live right next door to Ebenezer. Can we crash at your place? I thought they, the village said that you guys would be boarded up in the... Inn. No, no, no. You don't understand, man. You're one of the tribe now. Okay. Yeah, sure. We stay with you. Okay. Okay. You look like a convicted felon. So, yes, I'm not going <laughs> to say no to you. Um, I don't think we'll make it back to the tavern. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You guys can go sleep in this dude's house. In his farm. Great. So there you go. Cast tech magic. There is no magic. <laughs> he is dirt poor. No, He's I a love, farmer. I love how Gerald always, always has like a character with fucking detect magic. He's like, detect magic. Wait, before I go, detect magic. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go into this, detect magic. There we go. So how did you guys like the first session? I think, I, I think that's what we're going to end the recording there. Yay! Bye! Bye! Bye.